Good morning. It's Monday, June 22nd. Welcome to our very first episode of Axios Today. I'm Nyla Boodoo. And here's our promise to you. Give us 10 minutes of your time every weekday morning and you'll be smarter about your day. We'll start off with one big thing. That's a story you can't miss. I stand before you today to declare the silent majority is stronger than ever before. President Trump's Tulsa rally this weekend fell way short of expectations. So where does his campaign stand now? Later, we'll hear a preview of an exclusive Oval Office interview. But the next move in Trump versus Biden is today's one big thing. On this Monday morning, we are speaking with Alexi McCammond, Axios political reporter, and Margaret Taleb, who's the editor of Politics in the White House. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, good morning. So, Margaret, let's start with you with what we saw this weekend with President Trump. This rally was supposed to be sort of the kickoff to his big campaign season. Where do you see the president shifting to this week? Yeah, this was supposed to be the great American comeback rally and tens of thousands, close to 100,000 people. And that didn't materialize, as you know. And so he's heading into the week defensively, but it's President Trump. So here's what we're going to see from him. He's going to Arizona. We're going to see him at the border in Arizona. We'll see him later this week in Wisconsin as well. And boy, what do those two states have in common? As we know, they're both key battleground states. So he's going to motivate the base in these places. And it may not seem like the most obvious strategy because you see him in these national polls. He's behind by somewhere around eight points. But he has to hold on to his base, and he knows that. His greatest strength against Biden is that his base is much more enthusiastic, much more engaged and motivated. President Trump has to be able to keep that enthusiasm. If he cannot turn out his base, he is in big trouble. Alexi, what is the Biden campaign telling you about their plans for the week? Well, despite the Trump campaign's uh, efforts to kind of bully Biden into getting back on the campaign trail in the way that President Trump is, he is going to have some virtual fundraisers this week, including one pretty high profile one with former President Barack Obama. That is obviously something that signals a warning shot to the Trump campaign. It shows the way that Biden and Obama can work together in these next few months ahead of the November election. Obama obviously can raise a lot of money for Biden given his love across the Democratic Party and his high-profile name, of course. And it just gives Biden a boost in terms of enthusiasm. There are a lot of voters who loved Obama who flipped to President Trump in 2016. It'll be interesting to see if those folks are even tuning into something that Obama is now doing for Biden. But in addition to that, Biden and his team say that they're planning ads and messaging around health care this week, specifically around the Affordable Care Act, which Biden helped build and champion. That is something that the Biden campaign really wants to capitalize on. So I wanted to play for you all clips from this recent focus group that Axios and the research firm Engages did. We were asking swing voters in swing states to give us one word that describes how they think the next four months are going to be before the election. Unbearable. Turmoil. Chaotic. Mentally exhausting. Does that sound about right, you guys? 
I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm exhausted too. I think it's sad more than anything that that's how folks are feeling ahead of the election. I think the pandemic and the protests have been particularly taxing on people. And when they think about how dirty and kind of contentious the election will get between Biden and Trump, especially as it gets closer, I think that people are already just feeling the exhaustion of what's to come in these next couple of weeks. And that's something that is going to be a question for Trump and Biden. Are voters going to look at Trump as someone who exacerbates their exhaustion and makes it worse, or someone who kind of allays those fears and concerns? And same thing with Biden. Are they going to look at him as someone who makes that exhaustion go away or someone who makes them more exhausted? I guess that's what we'll have to find out. Today's episode is sponsored by Chevron. We'll be back after a message from them. Welcome back to Axios Today. Maybe like me, you have been wondering why the stock market has been doing so well when the economy isn't. One possible explanation could be a new generation of Americans who are trading in the stock market, and some of them are using an app called Robinhood. It has around 10 million users. Dion Rabowen is our markets editor, and I checked in with him on Zoom to see what is going on. Young people, millennials, Gen Z, who have missed out on this big stock market boom are now thinking it's their turn to capitalize. They've been hearing over the past 10 years from various personal finance and investing gurus that recessions are their opportunity to jump in and get rich, and they're taking that advantage. They saw the stock market fall, they jumped in and they bought, and they're doing quite well right now. Are you saying that these investors are driving the stock market rally right now? possible they're driving the rally because really what's happened is professional institutional investment managers, they've mostly moved into cash. They had, at least back in March, taken a lot of their money out of the market while these retail traders had moved in. And what a lot of research that I've read from various Wall Street banks shows is that now the institutional professional money managers are chasing what they're seeing the retail traders do. The amount of retail traders that are making trades, the number of trades they're making, is bigger than it's ever been by a wide margin. It's clear that they're having an impact psychologically, and that's having a change on things and the way things normally go. That's Markets Editor Dion Rabowin. The bottom line, this new crop of eager young investors is growing into a force on Wall Street, and they're beating professional money managers so far this year. Axios Insider is a sneak peek into our newsroom. And joining me now is one of our co-founders, Mike Allen. Good morning, Mike. Well, good morning, Nyla. Congratulations on launch. It's great to have breakfast with you. Thank you. We were not allowed to record audio, but you have details on an exclusive interview that Axios did with President Trump. Yeah, so here we're really seeing Trump unplugged. We're seeing the improvisational Trump making the biggest decisions in the world and making them up as he goes along. Even when it comes to foreign policy, Mike. Sitting there with Jonathan Swan in the Oval Office, President Trump changed his policy on Venezuela, and he just said all of a sudden that he was willing to meet with the dictator, Maduro, and he had second thoughts about the opposition who the U.S. has been backing, Guaido. 
Vice President Pence, Secretary of State Pompeo, they've all invested a huge amount of energy in supporting Guaido. So, Mike, I'm just thinking about the first conversation I had with Margaret and Alexi about Biden versus Trump. And I'm wondering how you're reading between the lines with this interview in the Oval Office and thinking about everything with the campaign ahead. You know, there's a real contradiction about Trump. So he loves being president, but he doesn't necessarily like doing the job. So he loves the trappings, loves Air Force One, right? Loves being the center of attention. But then when it comes to the hard work of governing, sometimes his attention wanders for that. And the bottom line for Trump is that he sees the world divided between winners and losers. And you're not a winner if you're a one-term president. Mike Allen is one of our co-founders. Mike, thank you. Have a great day. Now have a great breakfast. We've got one sound to go for you before we end today's episode. In honor of Father's Day, we wanted to celebrate a group of dads who go by the name The Dad Gang. Who are you? I am sure. Their Instagram is full of pictures and videos of adorable kids and their dads doing gymnastics, yoga, their kids' hair. Say God loves me. Say black is beautiful. Their goal is to counter negative stereotypes about black fathers. And they're not just on social media. They've started doing events, too. So you got to find out who you are, man. Because if you don't know who you are, they'll tell you who you are. So you got to know who you are. Thanks for listening to our very first episode. Axios Today is brought to you by Axios and Pushkin Industries. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.